Tom, Ben, what have you done to the Christmas tree? Well, you asked us to dress the tree, so ta-da! Blouse, skirt, high heels. I meant decorate it. This just looks weird. Weird? We can't have a tree with women's clothing hanging off it. It looks like a serial killer's house. I actually think she looks incredible. In fact, what are you doing later, baby? Whoa, whoa, back off. I saw her first. Hey, gorgeous, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, but I'm really pining for you. How about we leaf this place and I... Stick my dick in your branches. Look, just decorate it. Ron Seal does a great Christmas tree decoration. It does exactly what it says on the tin, Sol. Lovely stuff. But one of you is going to have to decorate that Christmas tree. Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not ready for such tree-mendous responsibility. I don't get it. Well, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a... Oh, tree-mendous. That's good. Thanks. We're going to have to have a... Festive Flashes to a very festive flat share slam down. Hooray! The panel show that says, I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm, but I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need, and I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just need to hang my stocking. They're upon the fireplace Santa Claus will make me happy With a toy on Christmas Day I just want you for my own More than you could ever know I make my wish come true All I want for Christmas is you Baby, I'm the host of Landlord Matthew Crosby and Mother Under and Benedict Clark. It's Christmas! It is Christmas. It is Christmas very, very soon. Where's your Christmas spirit? A mere 19 days to go till Christmas. Very exciting. Uh, Not when it is. Right. Really strong, really strong stuff. Really strong. Let's get You're welcome. When's this getting released? Brilliant. Great correction there from Clarky Early Doors. Very festive. So, Tom, let's yes. talk about it. Why do you procrastinate when I ask you to decorate the oh, tree? Well, listen, I don't have a good time with Christmas. Oh, that's a shame. Well, let me tell you, I used to have a great time. Christmas is the time that I put on my annual bet about what's going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. And I've got a very definite routine to this bet, right? I go into the bookies and I take out my favourite pencil, right? It's my favourite pencil because it's not very wide. It's very, very thin, right? And I spin the pencil around the different films or whatever it lands on, that's the one I bet on. Now, every year that used to work and I used to win and I used to do something really nice 
with my winnings. I remember in 1999, <laughs> the last time I won, it landed on Saving Private Ryan, directed by Steven Spielberg, as we all know. And I was so pleased, I took my winnings, I went out and watched my favourite band at the time then perform their debut album, Parachutes. Uh, Chris Martin singing. And it was a great concert and it was really good because on the floor I found something that stopped my trousers from falling down. And also someone handed me a pizza and it was cooked perfectly. And that hasn't happened since. And it's very depressing for me because I find myself looking back on the time when Good Thin Pencil last looked out on the feet of Stephen, saw the Coldplay, found a belt. Ooh, deep pan, crisp and even. I'd tell you what would have made that even better is if you hadn't have done the punchline. <laughs> told that really long, weird story. That would have been incredible. Good thin We pencil. get it, yeah, we get it, yeah. So, Ben, why do you dawdle at the sight of a bauble? Uh, I don't want to decorate the tree because it takes ages. <laughs> but obviously, Christmas is a time for sharing. <laughs> so, who have you brought along with you this week? We'll start with you, Ben, because that was such a lovely answer. I bought Miss Claus herself, Bridget Christie! Bridget Christie is here! <laughs> Bridget, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's great to have you here. <laughs> with, with feeling or not at all. <laughs> um, so what was Christmas like uh, for you growing up? I liked it when I was little, because there were nine of us and we were quite poor. So um, it was quite exciting. So it's to sort get of like a Dickensian kind of Christmas. Nine? No, not that. Yeah, I'm the ninth child. Whoa, whoa, so there are nine kids. There's not like nine and two parents. No, there's 11. Yeah, 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 11. Yeah, Bloody yeah. hell, that's... Ma I mean, I... <laughs> That's, yeah, it's quite Imagine a if there were six parents. Yeah. <laughs> you grow up in a cottage. That's, just, that's <laughs> just a few different families, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see how that works. Yeah, it was a much bigger thing, because you would get that one thing, and then that would be your thing for the year. What was the best gift you got? What was it called? Tin Can Alley? Did does anyone remember that? What was Tin Can Alley? Well, it was... Um, you went into an alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> With some tin cans. No, you had, you had like these little fake tin cans and a little rifle. So you were so poor you couldn't even afford real tin cans. <laughs> Let's have fake tin cans for Christmas. No, I think my best present was a huggy bear, actually. A huggy bear as in... A huggy bear. As I in wanted one so bad. From Starsky and Hutch? Yeah, that, he was no. in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> My parents once bought me a, a Sabutio pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yes. It was just a green tablecloth, wasn't it? <laughs> That's what they told you. Yeah. I wasn't very good at Sabutio because I didn't have the nail consistency. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just found it really painful yeah. to play it. It's like, you flick it, it's just painful. You play with thimbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever put, um, did you ever put marigolds on to get more spin? With the old no, rubber glove. You know, like you put a pair of washing glo rubber gloves on to get uh, some extra spin. Is that true? Does that work? I was like the Roberto Carlos of uh, <laughs> Sabutio. I feel very guilty for bringing up the Sabutio thing now. <laughs> you should feel more guilty for stopping the action halfway through. <laughs> what was that? A lovely conversation we were having about table football. Um, all right, let's move the conversation on then. Uh, uh, Tom, who have you brought with you this week? Well, bad news. The Jamboree's in trouble. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. 
The Santa's Grotto is in danger of closing because the youth of today are no longer interested in Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah I know. A very mixed what? reaction from the audience there. <laughs> so what I had to do was I had to think, who is the voice of his generation? Who do the kids of today look up to? What? Someone... You've got Lou Bega. Someone... <laughs> what a coup! I genuinely met Lou Bega the other day. Whoa! Yes. See what I mean? See what I mean? This is the guy with his finger on the pulse. <laughs> with his anecdotes of Lou Bega. Oh, my and God. And nail consistency. <laughs> so... I was on a TV show and I made loads of jokes about him and then he was a surprise guest. And I felt really terrible. Wow. He came out and did a full dance with loads of ladies. Oh. <laughs> little bit of Jessica was Jessica there. Jessica was there. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of Erica, just a little it was bit Rita, of Erica. Rita, Rita was there. Yeah. Just her right calf was there. Oh, God. <laughs> so who have you brought with you this week, Tom? <laughs> it's Chief Elf himself, and that's not easy to say after a mulled wine. <laughs> Joel Dummy, everyone. Joel Dummy is here. Hello, Joel. It's a pleasure to be here, Matthew. Uh, what are Christmas is like uh, in your manner? Uh, very lovely, actually. It's a very exciting time for Christmas this year because my, my, my brother's wife found out last week that she's having an affair with her personal trainer. And wait, so... Wait, hang on a sec. She found out that she was having an affair. <laughs> what, this isn't yoga? <laughs> So wait, so your, your brother's wife's having an affair. So I found that Is out. this all right to talk about on the podcast? Is ah, this... fuck it. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, been, it's done. And um, he went through her emails and she was away for a week and he found uh, an e a saucy email to him and also bookings for an EasyJet flight. So wait, you said it's a wonderful time for Christmas. Yeah. How does this bleak story end? <laughs> just it's changed. It's all changed up. So I just. I'm I really... bet he feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, it's great to have a nice change. <laughs> just nice to be alone for a while. <laughs> this is the best thing because like he found the EasyJet things for to Edinburgh and back for them, and I was consoling him, and he was like, "Should we meet them at the airport when they come back?" Oh. And I was trying to be. I was trying to be really serious, but I've never been so excited in my entire life. <laughs> Oh my god! In my head, I was like thinking about the signs I was gonna make, and like, <laughs> well, has this happened? Is it, imagine, this is the thing. I wanted to take a video camera so I could make a video that is the exact opposite to the end of Love Actually. <laughs> um, <and> wow. <laughs> imagine that. Oh. But no, he just texted her and oh. kind of ruined it. My brother's ruined Christmas. <laughs> uh, so we've met our guests. Hang on a sec. What's that coming down our chimney? It's ho ho only. Round one! <laughs> no need to sit through the Queen's speech The stress of the presence has gone Your extended family have gone home We are waiting for, waiting for for the Boxing Day Football and bond on the TV Bubble and squeak for your tea Plenty of booze, we've got nothing to lose We have so much fun, so much fun On the Boxing Day Let's raise a toast 
close to Boxing Day Better than Christmas all the way Sales are better than Black Friday It is much more fun, much more fun On the Boxing Day Let's raise a toast to Boxing Day You can see mates and that's okay You don't go to church and you do not pray Baby Jesus, but we'll say Boxing Day. Oh, fantastic! You know what? It really feels like Christmas is over. It really does. <laughs> so this round is our take on the nativity. We're calling it the Nativity. Each team is going to act out a part of the celebrated story of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ but they must do it in different TV, film and theatre styles. And I'm going to give them along the way. So there's points for being entertaining and uh, there's also adherence to the scriptures and, of course, extra points if anybody immaculately conceives during this round. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Ben and Bridget, you are going to be up first. I'd like uh, Ben to be the angel Gabriel visiting Bridget's uh, Virgin Mary, telling her that she is up the duff with God's child. Okay, so you can start the scene normally and I'll stop you and I'll give you some other styles to do it in. So off you go, guys. With it. <laughs> I picked my own theme, the 90s. Which is a theme you've stuck with since the 90s. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> Do not be afraid. No, I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> really? Because I've got wings and everything. I know, but I, there's quite a lot of your type round here. Uh, I'm sorry, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Infomercial. A what now? <laughs> An infomercial. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what I love about you is the speed. <laughs> the speed at which... The speed at which you throw yourself into it. We have a one-time deal for you. Um, this is a truly once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for just the price of your soul. <laughs> You can get... Are you confusing the angel oh. Gabriel with the devil? <laughs> Mary didn't sell her soul to give birth to Jesus. Oh. I was thinking of Keanu Reeves in The Devil's Advocate. Well, I think. That's close. Keep with the theme of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you get a baby! British gangster film. <laughs> oh, all right, you toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah, how's it going? <laughs> oh, that's... Come on, get on with it. I've got, you know, stuff to do. I've got a babysitter. Get on with it. Oh, you're, you're Come on, very... spit it out. Oh, you're so good at time management. What kind of gangster film's this? <laughs> I've got stuff to do. I you're don't know, but time management. It's going on my Netflix queue, whatever oh, it is. Hey. If this was available, you'd all be getting it for Christmas. I'll tell you what. Come on, I've got stuff to do. Stuff to do, starring Danny Dyer. I've got to sell the coat, break his legs, and do laundry, and get the kids in time for football. Time management. <laughs> I've got to sync my Google calendar. You're going on my to-do list. <laughs> American sports movie. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh OK, I'm going to end the round there, because... <laughs> I can't the thing help... is, the problem 
ideas right. Now, what was the problem? Your Clark? lack of skill? <laughs> that, well, I would say that's one of many factors, Tom. Also, as I remember, that scene is like two lines long. And neither of them were done by you. <laughs> I did say, do not be afraid. But you didn't say the crucial bit, you're going to have a baby. I said it loads! No, you didn't, you said it. Yeah, I talked about the time management. (laughs) Call to a toilet. Well, I think out of ten, I'm going to give you... Ten out of ten, I'm going to give you two points for that. Two points for that. I would love to know where those two points have come from. (laughs) I'd love you to break down at what point during that you thought, yep, that's worth a point. I'll tell you where it's come from. Festive cheer. Everybody is starting with a two-point festive... In fact, they started with a five-point festive cheer minimum and lost three points during the, during the round. If they'd been completely silent, they would have scored five points. Yeah. That's how much festive cheer I've got for them. Uh, Joel Domit and Tom Parry, you are now going to be doing uh, Joseph. Tom, you're going to be Joseph, and uh, you're going to be trying to book a room with Joel's innkeeper, who's saying there's no room, at the inn. And if you'd like to start now... Oh, ding, 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 ding. I'm ringing the bell, mate. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, I was making some granola. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Is this this British uh, gangster film we've heard so much about? Uh, well, that's why I've come here. I read on TripAdvisor this hotel's got good granola. Yes, yeah, great. Plus, every other bloody place in the joint is fully Christendom. booked. Mm. Yeah, all in oh. Christendom. Sorry, a bit of tinsel just fell off the wall and oh. distracted me. Why have you put tinsel in your hotel when I haven't had my baby yet? That the tinsel <laughs> is there to celebrate. Foresight. Oh! Well, four stars. <laughs> uh, location, location, location. I mean, it's a fantastic hotel, very spacious foyer. How much do you think it's worth? <laughs> I think it's worth at least 2,000 years of bloodshed. Um, uh, <laughs> and, um, and, and is that, is that. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> is that a night or for the week? <laughs> Observational stand up. Because that's the thing about bloody. Religion, <laughs> you've got to wear your nice clothes to go to church. Do you know what I mean? I mean, what is it with TripAdvisor? Yeah, who are these people who are going online and going like, oh, I don't like the handkerchiefs? Yeah, I mean, well, before TripAdvisor, do you remember before where are these TripAdvisor? hotels where you're getting handkerchiefs? That's what I want to know. Do you remember before TripAdvisor, you had to go to like a guest book, but it was like a book, and you had to open the book and write in the book. I'll tell you what I loved. Thank you, John Bishop, uh, Richard Curtis. <laughs> Richard Curtis rom-com. Look, um, oh, fuck. if we, uh, no. how should I bloody say this? Um, uh, uh, I just, uh, I, wait. Oh, f- I need a fucking room, okay? Uh, wait, um, <laughs> bloody hell! Uh, shit, shit. Should we, <laughs> should we go to the airport and film my brother-in-law? Uh, <laughs> oh, bloody hell! I meant sister-in-law, but it was, it was right there anyway. There we go. I, I can't give you anything less than a whopping eight points for that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so at the end of that round, it's two that points. Seems fair. It's two points to uh, to Ben and Bridget, and eight points to Joel and Tom. But there's still stuffing to sprout about as we roast potato, onion, gravy, and parsnips into what? flat games. Flat games. Games. Let's play together. Games. Let's play forever. Spin that thing, put that there Do as you're told Games! If you lose you get nothing Games! If you win you get Frankenstein, Merrand, goals, goals Frankenstein, Merrand Frankenstein, Merrand Frankenstein, Merrand Frankenstein, Merrand Frankenstein, Merrand 
So, this Christmas is set in the 90s. <laughs> uh, this week we're playing our version of Guess Who, which we are calling Guess Two. I'm going to give our contestants portmanteau names of celebrities, and they have to do an impression. So, for example, if a contestant was to say, Hello, I can't cook, and I won't cook their teammate would guess that they were being Michael Cainsley Harriet. So that's... That is how it works. Or if I was to take my shirt off and sing R-E-S-P-E-C-T, I would, of course, be Tom Paritha Franklin. Um, oh, so that is an act I'd pay to see. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, you're going to start with Joel guessing. You've got three combos to do. Now, I'm going to be awarding points for correct guesses, obviously, from Joel, and also convincing impressions. So start with Tom. Okay. Oh, well, bless my soul, I sell out uh, arenas with my stand-up tours. I sweat through my suits and I'm hyperactive. I'm El- a physical comedian. Oh, Elvis oh, Lee yeah. Evans. Yes. Um, it's, it's Elvis, okay. Elvis Presley Evans. Elvis Presley yeah. Evans. Yes. yes. I don't understand the concept. Um, <laughs> right. Listen, you fool. I will be up there on the hill on a white horse to break the internet as I pop a champagne cork and spray it Gan- over my head. Gandalf no, Kim but I be the man who be him. Ian <laughs> 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 McKellen Kardashian. But I'm, I switch it round. I've gone Welsh. Ian <laughs> McKellen. Yeah. Ian McKellen Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but maybe switch those two aside. Kim Kardashian Kellen. Yes. It was indeed Kim Kardashian McKellen. Yes. Yeah. Final one from Tom. Good morning. Welcome to my show. I will be interviewing some great acts. You've got one Welsh again. I will be saying hi to some lovely celebrities here on ITV this morning with me. Hi, lovely, lovely lady. Me. Hitler. Hitler. Hitler and Kelly. It was Adolf Hitler and Kelly. Yes. Ah, Christmas. Ah, Christmas. Uh, Nothing says Christmas like a Hitler impression. Like a Hitler impersonation. Uh, Well, Tom, that was three proper astounding impersonations there on all counts. I'm going to give you the full... All Welsh. All Welsh. I'm going to give you the full three points and I'm going to give three points to Joel as well. So six points there in that round. Here we go. Here we go. The man of both voices (laughs) steps up to the microphone. Here we go, Clarky. You've got three there and and Bridget is guessing. Okay. Uh, I am uh, Mr Bean and also... Other comedy characters. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Is it? Sorry. Okay. I'm saying again. <laughs> who, who, who's singing? Oh, the audience. Oh. The audience have got it. Shut up, audience. <laughs> And I buffed the president. Allegedly, allegedly. I know that one. You know that one? Yeah. Okay. And he is Mr. Bean and other comedy characters. He's in Black Adder. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson and, yeah. and Marilyn. Yeah. So you put yeah. it so so Marilyn Marilyn Mon- Atkinson. <laughs> It was Marilyn Monroe and Atkinson is what we were looking for. I think that was close That was close enough. That was very good from Clarky. I don't think it was. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm going to give Bridget a half a point, and I'm going to give Clarky the full point there. Two more to go. Um, <laughs> the lady is not for turning. Uh, yes, we can. <laughs> right, so, Thatcher and Obama, is it? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Barack o Thatcher. I mean, Barack o Thatcher. Barack o Thatcher. <laughs> it's not, it can't be Barack o Thatcher, can it, Bridget? That sounds like a cider. <laughs> Have a pint of the Barack o Thatcher, please. Yes, I can. I'll give you a clue. Every time it's both their names, it's their full names Barack combined Obama. together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Barack Obama. Thatcher. <laughs> I'm just going over to the other team. Do you know what it is? Margaret. 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 Margaret Thatcher, exactly, yeah. One final one. Final right. one. In a second, you're going to be doing these as well, oh, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so keep your head exactly where it is, right. in the game. Okay. Uh, can I just give her the names and see if she can put them together? <laughs> I feel like... I feel like that would be the best bit of that. That's the best way to do it. No, let me do it. I can do it now. Watch. Right, okay. Right, I'm there. Okay, off you go. Um, okay. Uh, um, uh, uh, I'm a, a young wizard, uh, the actor who plays um, uh, the young Mr. Wermine, uh, the young uh, wizard. <laughs> Can I buzz in? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let Bridget have a go at guessing it. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And who is the voice? <laughs> Do the voice again. It sounded a bit like Hugh Grant. Me. It sounded a bit like who? Hugh Grant. Well, it wasn't. Okay. It's Daniel, it's Daniel Radcliffe and somebody else. Yes. Just think of famous cliffs. It's not Mitchell Moore. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so that's the end. Daniel Radcliffe, Cliff Richard. Daniel... No, 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 not Daniel Radcliffe, Cliff Richard. She... <laughs> I did think you were serious because every other time you did it, you were serious, Bridget. Do I get three points, though? No! <laughs> oh, I got them all! Uh, there's still everything to play for when you, when you come right. back in a second. Uh, Joel, you're three. <laughs> Do them quick, mate. Uh, hello. So. <laughs> I'm under my umbrella. Okay. I'm a famous Scotsman, but under my umbrella. Yeah, Rihanna. I mean, you, you Yes, it was up to that point a good Andy Murray. Okay, here we go. A lot of people don't know his Japanese background. <laughs> oh, God, this is difficult, because um, I'm not cultured enough to get either of them. Have you, have you started? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, okay. Uh, okay. 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 Um, okay. Okay, okay. Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay. I mean, the nervousness is spawned uh, for this I mean, character. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, um, I write, I write really uh, boring plays yeah. that are really famous. You know, uh, I feel like is I've never seen any of his movies. That's that's uh, no, a very uncanny impression, though. Is, is, is it good? Yeah, right. I thought it was pretty Woody good. Woody Allen. Yeah. 
I write plays. The plays. I'm not very good at the old Woody Allen Bennett. Yeah. Final one for Joel Domitz. I mean, that was you could actually good. do that visually, couldn't you? You could, like, just have glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's this thing that he does? Okay. Um, um, uh. <clears throat> I think the dream combo would be you doing it for Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's never heard of anyone versus someone who doesn't understand the game. It's gonna, of course it works. <laughs> okay. Oh, how do you do that? Yeah, um, go for it, mate. <laughs> uh, and any point, go. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, oh, okay, I've got it. Here we go. I just remembered okay. it. I just He's remembered got it. it. He's got it, folks. Here we go. Alrighty then. <laughs> okay, stop it. Um, I'll, uh, okay, okay, okay. Alrighty then. I got, I, I got an office in Slough. Alrighty then. Jim Care, Ricky Gervais. It's close, but I'm the character that David I'm playing. Alrighty then. Well, the, the, the audience's enthusiasm is waning for me. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, uh, the character. Say his job, maybe. Uh, oh, I, uh, yes. Ace Ventura, David Brent. Uh, no, the other way round. Ace Ventura, Ricky Gervais. Have a listen to the last sound of the second. I mean, it, to be fair, it works either way. Uh, Ricky Gervais Ventura or Ace Ventura, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. It's a double whammy. Ricky Gervais. I mean, I don't think it's. Ventura. I don't think it's. Any kind of whammy. Um, <laughs> it was Ricky Gervais Ventura. So for that, I'm gonna. I kept on thinking of the mask. Yeah, I know, because you were doing the catchphrase from the mask. <laughs> That's all I could. Could you remember. not remember he was a pet detective? Surely, if you said pet detective, everyone would have got Ace Ventura. Alrighty then. All I can remember. Okay. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna give Joel uh, two points, and I'm gonna give Tom. Can I give you two and a I mean, half? Jim Care, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Jim Care, Ricky Gervais. I'll give, you, I'll give you two and a half Ricky for that. Uh, over to Bridget. Is, there, is anyone as excited about this as I am? Uh, <laughs> how excited are you? Very. Then in which case, no. <laughs> so, Bridget, the final three. <clears throat> the names... Bond. That's good, that's good. Yeah. About three away from the current one. <laughs> And now I've lost it. <laughs> Rhymes with bore. <laughs> and, um, oh, the other one. God, hang on. Oh, what was that film? <laughs> this does not sound like the person, but it will give you a lot of clues. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane, Bridget. Come on, mate. I couldn't do impressions. Just... I did the voice for a film about penguins. They sound the same. Beep, can I guess? Ben, have one guess oh, now. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Roger Morgan Freeman. Oh! Yeah! Okay. Can I just say, by the way, producer Ben and I genuinely had a discussion as to whether or not we should do three or five. <laughs> okay, two more to go, Bridge. Right, okay. <laughs> A man just audibly said, um, shit. <laughs> no, I'll try and be quick. Uh, I think he said Merry Christmas, actually. Uh... <laughs> okay, um... 
Amal, I love you. Will you marry me, Amal? <laughs> I am a Hollywood actor with an amazing wife called Amal. Oh. I don't know. I think I'll pop up onto the moon for a bit and have a look around. Pete, can I be in? Wait, wait, wait. Go on, go on, go on, go George mm-hmm. Clooney Armstrong? Yes! yes! Okay, so the last one. The last one, let's hear it. I mean, um, the thing is, um, I... Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I think you think it might be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, you're in control of that. Uh, it's more like that, isn't it? Um, I mean, the, the, um, the hand gestures I, are very good, but uh, are they? for the people uh, listening at home, oh, okay. they're pretty yeah. useless. I, I'm not a, a war criminal. I, I mean, I... I, 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 I yes. But the thing is, my tits are so massive. But I... It's affecting me singing, but I've got a coat uh, that's got lots of lovely colours and I'm very Ooh. proud of it. Oh, <laughs> okay, let, let uh, the clerky one, one, one guess, see if you can get it. Because if you can get it, it's a fucking miracle. <laughs> I've got it. Tony Blair. Yes. Beep. Yeah, okay, go on, go on. Dolly Parr, Tony Blair. Dolly Parr, Tony Blair is the correct answer. Oh. So that is an extra point over to Tom there. And I think oh. two points each there to Bridget and to Clarkey. Oh, so, uh, producer Ben, I know it's probably quite a lot of mouths, oh. but at the end of that round, what are the scores? What a trauma. I've listened to debates about Syria shorter than that round. <laughs> I mean, the scores are really exciting. Uh, ben and Bridget have got nine and a half, but Tom and John have got 20. Oh, my God! Well, we've had our starters. Let's tuck into a nice plate of beef. Or is it turkey? It's Beef or Turkey Brothers! Turkey Brothers. Uh, by the way, during that jingle, Bridget just leant into me and said, we'll catch up. Um, <laughs> so going to catch up. That's what beef. I liked here. So it's, uh, it's Beef or Turkey Brothers. And because it's Christmas, we're going to uh, ask our panellists to sort out a member of the audience's festive flat share beef. And this one comes from Steve in the audience. Steve, are you there? How are you? Hey, how are you doing, Steve? I'm grand. Uh, Imagine if he'd left during the last round. <laughs> so, Steve, I'm going to read out your beef. Uh, here we go. My dad comes into my room late night, Christmas Eve, and says, Shut your eyes, Steve. Santa's in his boxes. <laughs> As he throws my stocking down on my bed. Merry Christmas. Uh, so, Tom and Joel... <laughs> Tom and Joel, you're on, the, you're on Steve's side. Ben and Bridget, yes! you're on the side oh. of his dad. Any questions you'd like to ask Steve there about his dad, the boxer shorts, or the stocking? How old are you, Steve? Uh, I'm 33 now. And how long has this been going on? <laughs> it last happened when I was 31. Right. <laughs> Hang on. What happened last year? I wasn't at home last did, year. I... Is that because of the partially? Yeah. Did, did he? But he didn't come to where you were and do it. No, he didn't. He stayed at home. That would be one hell of a John Lewis advert, wouldn't it? <laughs> An old man making his way on public transport in only his boxers. 
clutching a stocking. <laughs> I think it's quite wonderful, um, actually. Okay, well, you can, you can put that forward in your, in your case. Any oh, questions, sorry, for, any questions. questions for Steve yeah, about, okay. his, about his stocking? Steve, how old were you when you first became aware that your dad was coming into your room and not the aforementioned Santa Claus? What? <laughs> Well, I think I was about nine when I realised it wasn't for Only Christmas. nine years old but when he stole your childhood see my dad away from it until I was Did older. he gradually start removing the costume? Or... <laughs> like, like a very long striptease. 30-year-long <laughs> striptease. <laughs> Don't go home this year. <laughs> no, there'll be a thong underneath. <laughs> uh, Joel, do you have any questions for Steve? What are the boxer shorts like? Do you have a sneaker peek, Steve? They're very big. <laughs> Do you have any siblings? I have two sisters. Does he go into theirs still? We haven't spoken about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. There's one of those hard books in this, isn't there? My dad is Santa. Um, Do you still get an orange or an apple at the bottom of your stocking? Do you get I like think a, it's a nectarine. A nectarine? <coughs> yeah. What's the fucking point, right? Why do people still put fruit in stockings? Did he just hit the bell and say <laughs> observational comedy again? <laughs> <laughs> Burn! Love it! Well, hopefully that is enough information for our teams to make their cases. So without further ado, I'm going to no, call upon this. Joel Domit to begin the case for the prosecution. So remember, you are on Steve's side against his dad, and your minute begins right about now. The funk soul, brother. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the bench. <laughs> I've never been to court. <laughs> You'll be seen with your brother and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the, of the bench. Uh, I, Steve... Hello. <laughs> well, you've killed like the last round all over <laughs> yeah. again. You've killed half your time, so well done. Steve, all ladies and gentlemen of the bench. All righty then. All righty then. then. <laughs> <laughs> righty ho. Ladies and gentlemen of the bench, all righty then. Okie dokie. Yes. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Steve. Ladies and gentlemen of the bench, so we, we, here we go. And right, that's your then. time, I'm afraid, that is your time. Somebody stop me. Um, so to open the case, to open the case for the defence, now bear in mind, you don't have to attack any of the points that Joel has made in his speech. You can discount those, Ben will deal with those, so don't worry about that. We're going to open the case for the defence, remember you're on the dad's side, and Bridget, your minute begins now. Well, this is very clearly a case for uh, humanity. We have a man here who is at a certain point in his life who is trying to reach out in a, in a very frightening uh, world uh, where, uh, let's face it, the planet is being destroyed, we are under threat, and this man is trying to just hang on to a little bit of joy and happiness and give that to his son and he's not been beaten. He will not be crushed <laughs> by <laughs> pollution and by terror. And he's pollution. trying to give... <laughs> he will not. He's trying to hang on to something that his child had when he was young, this joy, this happiness. Five seconds. I cannot... Be you. There is no discussion here. This is a good man. 
And long may he continue to go into his son's room in his boxers and say, don't look Steve. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I can't believe it. Not a dry eye in the house there. Gorgeous rhetoric from Bridget Christie. Gorgeous polemic. Word for word, that was what I was going to say. Can't believe it. Such a shame. Really ain't your style, Clarky. You um, had me at pollution. <laughs> so, Steve, how do you think it's going so far? You're, you're happy with the job that Joel did for you? <laughs> Can I wait for Tom? Yeah, I Tom think, it's, it's probably, that's probably very wise, All unless you want to Tom. do this on a, a single issue, which is benches. Guys. Um, you know nothing of the games we play in court. <laughs> it's a mind game. I'm playing the long game, guys. You wait. You wait. Yeah. I mean, we did wait for a minute. <laughs> We're playing the old good lawyer, really, really shit lawyer <laughs> tactic. <laughs> okay, so uh, obviously we're now going to throw it over to Tom. Uh, Tom, are you going to be concluding the case for the prosecution as yourself? No, I'm not going to do it as myself. Tom I'm going to be so doing it in the style of a Lapland defence lawyer, <laughs> Mr. Santa Standen. Santa Standen. Yeah. Uh, your minute, <clears throat> or as long as you need, begins now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> I'm sure you've sat there today, heard a lot of big words from that there people over there, <laughs> trying to confuse you with their lexicon and their phrases. <laughs> Here in Lapland, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man like your good self, small town folk. <laughs> Round here, we still believe in the magic of Christmas. We still believe in the wonder that is Father Claus. Yes! <laughs> now, I don't need to tell you the golden rule, but I can't get round every house every night of the year. Oh, oh, oh no! So I enroll the mothers and the fathers of the world to do little favours for me. But there's one golden rule, isn't there, ladies and gentlemen? You should never reveal yourself to your children that you're not the real Father Christmas. It's the unspoken word that I have with all of the parents. Yes, you can put the presents in there for me, but you cannot reveal yourself. It's our little ho-ho-ho agreement. But when this little cunt goes into the room and says, don't look Santa's in his boxer shorts, he's breaking the code. Keep the magic of Christmas alive. Keep the fantastical lie. Extend childhood well into the 50s and beyond until senility kicks in and the second childhood can commence and we're back into it again. Don't tell your son you're not Father Christmas because every father is someone's Father Christmas. The defense rests oh, your honor. Very, very compelling argument. Very compelling argument there. From, sorry, remind me of your name again. Santor Standen. Santor Standen. <laughs> Presiding and providing. Oh, thank you. Presents for boys and girls. Thank you very much, Santor. That was, uh, it was great to have you here. Now, uh, I'm also half man, half horse. You're Centaur. <laughs> yes, I'm Santor the Centaur. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Wait, isn't the 
bottom half the centre half. Yes, but you know it all counts. It all counts. Absolutely right, Thomas. It all counts. Can't have a catchphrase. I think we've cracked the code there. It all counts. So, Clarky, really do make this all count as your minute to uh, conclude the case for the defence begins. Well, uh, he is... Listen, your dad, Steve, is a good man. He is a decent man. He's trying to do the right thing. Pollution? Do the right thing, by the way. Great podcast. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) No, no, like, like, it's all right means, like, it's good. Three stars. (laughs) Is what I gave it on iTunes. (laughs) The defence rests. Do you want to use your last 20 seconds or are you happy with that? Uh, Yeah, you know, uh, I think... um, I I, I often like their guests. Uh, That's your time, excellent. Fantastic. So, of course, Do The Right Thing is available from British Comedy Guide and iTunes. So do listen in. Uh, Now, obviously, I cannot uh, make the decision myself. I'm going to throw it open to our festive Flatshare audience here. So, uh, the audience at the Phoenix, if you think that you... Oh, think about what list you want to be on before you vote, Lady Mary. It's a very good point. Yes. Be on the guilty list or the not guilty list. I think you're on a different kind of list, mate. Uh, So, if you think... think It still counts. So if you think Joel and Santor the Centaur and therefore Steve is in the right, applaud now. But if you think... half counts. (laughs) But if you think Bridget and Ben made the better case and in fact Steve's dad is in the right, applaud now. Now it's time to gather round the fireplace, the quick fireplace, and hear this season's festive jingle. The round is the thing, the quick fire we sing. The round is quick and it's soon beginning. Rounds of quickness, quick fire rounds. Questions come quickly, we eat chocolate pounds. Quick fire round. Quickie quick fire round Questions come quickly all around And the questions are quick fire And it's happening quickly Answer the questions under the tree Quick fire round Quickie quick fire round Questions come quickly, Santa, we found The questions come quickly, the custards poured thickly Answer the questions, look at that tree Question time with David Dimbleby Sharing his presence under his tree Answer the questions, it's the quick fire round Questions come quickly to chocolate pound Quick fire round, 
Quickie quick fire round Answer the questions Happy New Year Questions come quickly and soon disappear Here is the quick fire round Have seasons cheer spent a long time on the lyrics. <laughs> uh, of course, this is a Christmas special. We have a festive quick fire round. It's our version of the 12 days of Christmas. Now, all of the answers, yay! <laughs> uh, uh, so that we've done this in, in, in previous years. All of the answers correspond to the tune of the classic Christmas song. So if you think you have the right answer, shout out your first name. Okay, so the first one is obviously a partridge in a pear tree. So what's the answer? A big household appliance that keeps food cold is on the road from London to Southampton. Go again? I'll do it again. <laughs> a big household appliance that keeps food cold is on the road from London to Southampton. Uh, oh, there's real conferring. Uh, oh. It's a big household appliance that keeps food cold. Oh, Tom, Tom, Tom. Tom. A large fridge on the M3. Absolutely correct. <laughs> Fridge on the M3. I've got to admit that I only just understood what the game is. Okay, great. <laughs> it's a perfect time to get into it, question one. If you've got to question 12 and you've gone, I've got it now, as Bridget did on a round a little while ago, um, then, then that will be problematic. It did mean that he's just got round ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sabutio. Yes. Uh, okay, so this is two turtle doves. The front man of the Maytals is wearing violet sheepskin boots. Okay. The front man of the Maytals is wearing violet sheepskin boots. What I like is the, the genuine conferring between the audience here. Toots purple Uggs. It's Toots purple Uggs, yes! So it goes... Two purple Uggs and a large fridge on the M3. Three French hens. David and Posh are made of circular French cheese. Brie, yeah, Tom. Brie Beckhams. It is Brie Beckhams. Brie Beckhams, two purple Uggs and a large fridge on the M3. Okay, can we have this half of the audience and you have that half of the audience? Yeah. Guys, definitely got that. Okay. Yes. So we're going. We're going for four. <laughs> what? So if they get it, they can yell it out. Yeah. We get a point. So we're going four calling birds this time. <laughs> the man who played Mr. Darcy has lost all of his money. Four calling birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, audience over here. Four calling birds. Yeah, that's correct. Four calling birds. Gold rings. Yeah. It's a Disney classic featuring a big cat called Simba. Tom the Lion King. I think Tom got it there. Tom got it. That's right, though. I know that bit. Okay. <laughs> so let's hear it again. The, the Lion King. Poor Colin Firth, Brie Beckham's two purple eyes, and a large fridge on the M3. Sixties are laying. Bart Simpson's sister's poorly and is asking God for help. Audience. Audience. Yes, yes, audience. Audience Yes. Sick Lisa's praying. It is. 
Sick Lisa's praying Lion King Poor Colin Firth, Bree Beckham's Toots for Pollux And a large fridge on the M3 Seven Swords are swimming The guy who created the NHS really needs a haircut <laughs> No, that's not right. Oh, oh yes. Nye Bevan's. Yeah, it's seven. It's seven. So oh, what's the bit of his name that rhymes with seven? Nye Bevan's trimming. No, it's not that. You're, it's kind of what? Bevan. Yes, it is in fact. Bevan wants a trimming. That's a half point to the audience there. Bevan wants a trimming. Six pieces praying. Lion King. Poor Colin Firth. Eight maids are milking. What is the name of the Chancellor of Germany? <laughs> anyway, we're out of Yes, Joel, well done. I got it right! Yes! It is. Angela Merkel. Bevan wants a trimming. Sick Lisa's praying. Lion King. Poor Colin Firth. Bree Beckham's two's purple lights. And a large on the M3. Nine ladies dancing we're going for. The guitarist from Queen is playing a famous vampire hunter. Audience over here. Brian Mays Van Helsing. Brian Mays Van Helsing. Oh wow. Anger Merkel Bevan wants a trimming. Sing it Lisa's praying. Lion King. Poor purple Uggs and a large fridge on the M3. Ted Lord are leaping. Carreras, Domingo and Pavarotti are walking out of the room. Three tenors leaving. No, it's not three. Tenors. Yes, Tom. Tenors, tenors are leaving. Tenors are leaving. Brian Mays, Van Helsing, Angela Merkel, Bevan wants a trimming. Sick Lisa's praying. Lion King. Poor Colin Firth, Bree Beckham's two purple lights. And a large fridge on the M3. Eleven pipes piping. Yoko Ona is on Tinder. <laughs> Moving her finger left and right. Let's hear it. Lennon's ex is swiping. Audience. Almost got it, yeah. Yoko Ono is swiping. No, no, no. Lennon's ex-wife. There's no ex in it. Lennon's wife is swiping. Yeah. Widow. Not widow, no, it's wife. Lennon's wife is swiping. Tenors are leaving. Brian Mays, Van Helsing, Angela Merkel, Bevan wants a trimming. Sick Lisa's praying. Lion King. Paul Colin Firth, Bree Beckham's two purple lights, and a large fridge on the end. Nearly there. Nearly there. Okay. This is one for you, Joel. Somebody stop me! <laughs> very, very close. What is it, 12? Put the 12 drummers drumming. Put that DVD with Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels back on the ledge. Audience! Shelf, dumb and dumb. Lennon's wife is swiping. Tenors are leaving. Brian Mays, 
Have you got anything you want to plug? Some uh, live dates in... Yeah, absolutely. Where can we find them? Uh, Leicester Square on the 2nd of 8th of January. Okay. 2nd of the 8th. 2nd and the Oh, 2nd and the 8th. Okay, fair enough. Leicester Square. And uh, my book is available. Excellent. What's your book called? (laughs) A Book for Her. A Book for Her. And can we find all your information on your website? Yeah, all on the website. (laughs) (laughs) It's my name. I'm assuming it's bridgetchristie.com. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Sell it, Bridge. Yeah, and uh, Joel. So, I'll be selling Ace Ventura DVDs after the show. <laughs> and um, just, just, just know that I'm alive. Um, so, uh, if you want to find out any information about Pappies, go to pappiescomedy.com. All our dates and details of stuff uh, are there. Uh, oh, we've, right. got a, we've made that. We made a short oh, Christmas yes. film. Yeah, we? we made a Christmas film for Sky, which I think is going to be on the internet, but it's also going to be on Sky Arts. So fingers crossed, it's on the internet because no one's got Sky Arts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so w- watch our, our website for that because we'll be putting that up on there. Um, yes. Can I plug something? You of course can. In 2016, Pappy's Flat Chest Landau will come on the first of every month. Yes, it's a special oh! present. Monthly. A special present. It will be monthly. So uh, in January, you'll be able to hear something we recorded probably in April of last year. Uh, <laughs> We're also uh, going to be doing Bangers and Mash again, aren't we? Everyone? Oh, that's right. Oh! Bangers oh! and Mash starts We've recorded a brand new Bangers and Mash. We're going to stick that out uh, halfway through January and we're going to do that monthly as well. So that's pretty exciting. Yay! Uh, so, producer Ben. It's been a hell of an episode, a festive flat share episode. <laughs> Can I just say, by the way, this was so much fun because for those of you who are regular listeners to the show, you'll know our last festive episode we chose to do in Galway in front of about 12 people who didn't know it was a podcast recording and we did it the day before Halloween. So <laughs> go back and listen to it if you want to hear us really struggle. If you thought any of this was tough, bloody hell. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Uh, so, Ben Walker, please tell us what are the final scores. It's very exciting. Ben and Bridget, I've got 13 and a half. Oh, Tom and Joel have got 28 and a half. 28 and a half. So, congratulations there. I'm afraid Ben and Bridget have to decorate the tree while Joel and Tom get to unwrap what's under it. I'll give you a clue. It's me wearing a delightful wrapping paper posing pouch. Thanks to our guests, Joel Domit and Bridget Christie. Happy Christmas, everyone. With the See you next time on Flash Ben Walker. Oh, Merry Christmas. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recordings of the folks who do the right thing. To Natasha Caffrey, Katie Story, and to uh, Lucy Arditi for helping out. Derek Mark and the British Comedy Guide. And to the Phoenix Pub for having us. Happy Splash Yes Landon. It's a buzz production for the British Comedy Guide and the internet. Merry Christmas to all. And to all, cheers everyone. Bye! Good news, that took so long. It is actually Christmas Day right now. <laughs> Our final round that happens quickly quick fire be thy name you'll quick be fire you'll never tire of the questions fired so quickly 
be not afraid to be quick fire and deliver fire so quick be quick to fire your questions as those that fire those questions give us this day our questions quick and answer quickly too for quickness comes to those who are quick quick fire to everyone and quick fire round yes quick fire round oh quick fire quick fire round yes quick fire round you Quick by round, oh quick by quick by round. One more time, yes, quick by round, oh quick.